10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. I'm Lulu Bickhart. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast, 10K Dollar Day. And over there, every single week, Allison and I spend a fake $10,000 in 24 hours somewhere yeah. in the world. It usually involves adopting a llama. But this <laughs> is the 10-Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And all this week, we're going to be featuring rentalcars.com. They have the perfect site for car rentals. You can search, compare, and save. And they have over 60,000 locations worldwide. They have flexible bookings and enhanced cleaning, which everyone really appreciates nowadays. Check them out at 10kdollarday.com slash rentalcars for more info. All right. Okay. Let's talk about this, uh, this situation with the heat all around the country. No. It's so hot. It's so hot. And I mean, we've been having big, huge heat waves all over the country. We saw the big ones in the Pacific Northwest and there was this incredibly sad, um, I wish I knew the number, number statistic of yeah. all of the fish that didn't oh, make no. it through the Wait. heat wave. Wait, what? Fish in the water? In the ocean? I mean, I guess where else would they be? Um, (laughs) But in the water, I thought, I know water gets warmer, but can't they go deep down? It's a little more regulated? Well, the... um I don't know the answer to that. I was, I realized that I was about to just talk and (laughs) I am going to stop myself from just making up an answer like we were in an improv bit because you're asking Uh for facts. I don't have them. (laughs) Uh, but I will say it, it was very, very sad. And, and the whole takeaway of this segment, Allison, is, yes. uh, that it's very warm in Pacific Northwest. If that, if you really want to know about the fish, and I, I encourage you to, to find an article about it. I just don't remember the numbers that I saw. But there's also, you know, the flooding that just happened in New York. Mm-hmm. Right. So other side of the that country. That was crazy. Some of those pictures. I'm sure all of you by now have seen those videos of the water rushing down the subway steps and people wading into waist high water on the subway. Yeah. I was like, why? No, never. Ever. I don't. That's like out of a scary movie. Like all of a sudden there's going to be some sort of animal down there that's going to pull you under. Yeah. uh, New York subway stations are not. The most unspontaneous, I can't say the word, unspontaneous, spontaneous, spontaneous. That's where the emphasis goes in that word. Boy, (laughs) they're not the most like, now I don't even want to use that word anymore. But like subway stations in New York, you always got to be in your best behavior and you always have to be ready for something to jump around the corner. Yeah. Uh, Not It doesn't always feel like crazy that dangerous, but it you're on. Your guard is up in a subway station in New York, right? Yeah. So the fact that there is now an element where you cannot see the floor and you can't see anything no. waist down. Yeah. Zero and it's chance. already dirty anyway. Think about like once things that are dirty then get wet. You guys, New York is crazy and there, there definitely could have been a person in a scuba suit swimming around in that water 100%. trying to, trying to grab your legs. Yeah. Cut your ankles. The, I'm not kidding. You know, be smart. It's a city. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a positive person, but it's a city. You can't do that. So, um, and in New York, you can most of the time walk home if you just take long enough. 
Correct. Yes. Because we've all done. I mean, I don't know about you all, but I've done it a million times during the blackout, during 9-11. Like you had to walk and you eventually made it. You eventually make it. If you live really far away, if you live in in the Bronx, if you live where we lived near Coney Island, obviously that would be not really, really possible. And Ubers are expensive. So I do understand that there are some people who have to get on the subway, but maybe take the bus. Yeah, another <laughs> option that's not underground. Also, if it was that flooded, how were they even running? I don't know. What are you running for? Like, what are you? <laughs> I'm just so weirded out. There's, oh, Allison. And part of it is, too, that I haven't been in New York since March 2020. Mm-hmm. And so the information that we're getting about New York being outside of the city is just so in- insane. And yeah. it all looks slightly apocalyptic. Yes, a thousand percent. You know, so you see the water rushing down. But New Yorkers, they just, that, maybe that's how you know I'm not a real New Yorker. Because I was like, I'd remaining. never get in that water. And no, those people never. are like, whatever. Yeah, they like put a trash bag like on their head. And I was like, what's that going to do? Well, I am pretty, I think that the alternate is that I don't care about rain. And people in New York freak out with rain they will put they'll put plastic on their head they'll hold things over their head yeah you know whatever but because i grew up in florida Mm -hmm. i i really don't care i will walk without an umbrella and it does not bother me as long as i know where i'm gonna be next you know with my right like if you have your like your route yeah but if i'm on my way home and i get caught in a rainstorm i've already gotten off the subway yeah whatever yeah, like it could be per- pouring torrentially, but if everything I have is covered and I'm not worried about like a laptop, I'm yeah. I'm fine. No, I get that totally because it is hard, especially. I mean, even here, you know, if I don't carry an umbrella. It's just something I've never gotten used to doing, even in my car. I just don't have one, and I'm always like, oh, I should have an umbrella in my car. But you're right, like I'll just be like, eh, I'll just run for it. But it does. It is different if you get caught in New York because, you know, you'd have to go under an awning or, you know, find a place to hide out if you're not carrying. But umbrellas are big, most of them, and the small ones don't really do anything. Oh, I carry an umbrella all the time. Do you? In In the the city, I do. The really little ones. Yeah. Yeah. But it's honestly. I just don't like carrying a purse. But it's, well, I have to carry a big bag in the city because when you leave the house, you don't come back to the house for the end of the rest of the day. So I usually have a laptop and gym clothes and this and that and, you know, whatever. So I always have a big bag. No, that's true. That's true. I Uh, know, right? So as we're talking about all this uh, heat and the climate and all that kind of stuff, I remember a few weeks ago, you gave us Mm -hmm. some tips on how to keep your home cool. I did. I did. We talked about the fan. We even learned about the fan from we learned Mike about the in fan. England. That's right. Um, so I have another option for anybody whose house is just needing to be a little cooler. Okay. And this is for anybody that has a window unit <clears throat> or if you have central air that you can close vents. Okay. Because the this concept is the cooling room concept. Okay. And it makes one room in your house super, super cold. And then okay. you block off vents and create a wind tunnel <gasps> to pump it to the rest of your house. Okay. So in order to do this correctly, everyone, you really do need to kind of like Google it so you see the real technique. But I'll tell you the basic idea. Okay. So 
you have the cooling room. This is, a, for instance, if you have the window unit, it's going to be where that Two window unit remaining. is, right? Mm-hmm. You're going yeah. to strategically close the vents to concentrate all of that coldness to the one room. You block, you block off doors and windows with whatever you have, blankets, quilts, yeah. sheets, whatever. You can make it a family I'm mentally project. following you. I'm, I'm creating it in my head. Okay, here we go. Throughout okay. the rest of your home, yeah. open all the doors and open one window per room. Oh. Place a fan facing out of each open window, blowing the hot inside air out into the hot outside. Okay. Right? To yeah. create the airflow. Now, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> and then the, the, the basically it's saying that it'll draw the cold air from the cold room and blow the hot air out. Gotcha. That's it. Okay. That's the whole, I'm, I'm, that's the whole that's, thing. That's pricey. Well, I don't think it's gotta, any pricier. I think it's, I think it's the normal AC you'd have on, but you're just concentrating it in one room. I just mean room. I have to like, the initial startup is pricey because I have to go buy all the fans per window. Oh, and the blankets and the quilts. And the blankets and the quilts. So I guess it's a startup yeah, cost. It's a startup. Once there's an investment. You have it. There's an investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say, hey, people in dorms. Yes. I'm All of you. you have your own blankets and quilts. You probably, each person probably has a box fan. So yeah. I think that really this is a project for one remaining. floor of a dorm. I'm oh, looking at that's you, that's a peeps. good idea. I need you to pick one College room. College is starting. Yeah. Pick one room okay. at the end of the hall. Put yeah. all the window units in that one room. In that's all a- of the windows that you can. Right? Yeah. 100%. Then make that as cold as possible. We even put ice Ten, in there. Do whatever you got to do. Then eight, everyone else, box seven, fans a thing, and just six, make that five, dorm a skating four, rink. Three, oh, I like two, it. Let's go. One. 